What went away because of smartphones? Portable MP3 players. I used to work in a warehouse and we weren't allowed to have our cell phones with us. Well, no devices with any cameras on them. We were allowed to listen to music and have one headphone in one ear. Everyone who worked there had a cheap MP3 player for that reason. It's more niche now, but there's definitely still a market for those. Audiophiles also love to have separate devices for several reasons. While iPhones are slightly better about it, Android is actually awful about playing high quality sound files, and streaming services chew through data if you want hi-fi sound. But a dedicated music player, especially if you splurge and get something like a Fio with the DAC in it, that's the good stuff. Even refurbished iPods have a decently sized market these days, although that's partially due to collectors too. Man, as I get older, I'm kind of happy that I got to experience the different eras of music from Walkmans, aka CD players, to MP3 players, to now smartphones. To be honest, I love music, but I never really thought about how smartphones could affect the quality. I always thought it was more about the headphones you use to listen to the music. But hey, the more you know. Payphones. One day I was walking my daughter, who was five at the time. We came across an old payphone and she asked me what it was. I explained to her and she started laughing and said, Mommy, they don't just put phones out in the park. It does sound absurd, but we did put them out in parks and plenty of other places. I think the last time I saw one was right outside of the local library. They were the last people to get rid of theirs. The ability to memorize phone numbers. I don't know my spouse's phone number, but I still remember the phone number of my best friend from the first grade. Totally had this conversation with my client today. I work with these teens. Turns out many of them don't save numbers in their phones, but end up learning the numbers and who the people are. Their reasoning? If for some reason something happens and they don't have their phone, they at least have the people's numbers by memory. Growing up in the late 70s and early 80s, my stepdad was involved in a lot of politics and labor union stuff. Dude knew pretty much everyone involved with that, in our city, of about 500,000. And as far as I could tell, he had most of their phone numbers memorized. You could ask him random names, he'd sit there, think for a few seconds, and rattle off a phone number. This was when you didn't have to memorize an area code, so you just needed 7 digits, but still, it was pretty impressive. It's crazy how much you can remember if you actually train your brain to do so. I used to work retail and at the time, I could have told you the number to any piece of produce if you needed to ring it up at the register. I also had about 90% of the store memorized, so I could tell you exactly where you needed to go to get something. It's all about repetition. Roadmaps, calculators, camcorders, privacy. The best part of every road trip when I was younger was when my sister was holding the map and then it got sucked out the window within the first two hours of the trip. Every damn time. Standalone GPS units for cars are fairly non-existent now. Yeah, but they seem to be huge for semi-truck drivers. You can go into most truck stops and they're still selling them from behind the glass for a few hundred dollars to over 1,000. It's crazy. They let you put in height, weight, length, and even if you're hazmat. It's not like a TomTom. -tom. It has really everything you need to go anywhere in the country. I've never lost service with a standalone GPS. And if you're a local guy like me, you still need to figure out what signs you can ignore and what signs mean you're gonna screw up your whole damn life. It's worth $1,000 all day. The house phone with the cord that you can twirl up while you were talking. And later, the cordless phone that you could never find until it rang. I always knew where the cordless phone was and was reluctant to get rid of them simply because they were useful for calling my lost smartphone. Radio Shack and other stores where you would buy cameras, stereos, and recorders. 
Uh, this could be a consequence of internet shops rather than mobile smartphones. Dodgy UFO sightings and the Loch Ness Monster. Don't forget Bigfoot! Phone books, notepads, cameras for everyday people. Maps, atlases, the list goes on. Well, paper notebooks are actually still having record sales. My wife is a list person and she has notebooks all over the place. Using a dictionary to find meanings of words. When I was a kid, my mom would tell me that if I didn't know how to spell a word, then I should look it up in the dictionary. Even as a kid, I thought that advice was silly. How can I find a word that I don't know how to spell? Situational awareness. Drove out on an errand yesterday. Every single person walking, jogging with headphones, mother pushing baby in a stroller, dog owner walking with their dog. We're all on their phones and not paying attention to their surroundings. This is actually the best comment in this thread. You forgot about the people actively piloting cars while their eyes are on their freaking phones. T9 texting. Dude, I think I have a vague memory of what T9 texting was and I never bothered to learn it. Would the equivalent today be like swipe texting? That's pretty popular. Printed MapQuest pages. Now that is a blast from the past. I totally remember having to print out MapQuest stuff. More than 10 years ago, I made a list of physical devices that have been replaced by apps on my phone. And here's the list. Uh, narrator here. The list was pretty long and I kind of just wanted to talk about some of the comments that were attached to the list. Oddly enough, books seem to be the first one to really reverse on going digital. For as much as I like my Kindle for travel, I still much rather have a physical book. See vinyl for music. It's probably due to the eyesore from reading from a digital screen and the experience of being immersed into picking up a book without distractions. E-readers might solve the eye strain issue, but nothing beats reading print. Just the joy of turning the page to find out what happens next rather than pressing a button to flip to the next page. Or the joy of placing a bookmark to come back the next day. There used to be so many different artistic cover arts. All these trivial things add up to the reader's immersion. Yeah, printed books are such a better experience. I am someone who likes to highlight certain things in books. Mostly just books where I learn things. And I'm sure there are apps that will let you do that as well on phones but nothing beats just flipping through a book and seeing the bright highlighted paragraphs. It's just so much easier to find important things. One word, encyclopedias. Bar arguments. No, 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 Player X was the MVP in 1984. They're so easily solvable now. A fun two hour debate now lasts nine to 14 seconds. I used to work with this loudmouth guy in the mid 2000s that would spout off made up facts and figures during our lunch breaks. That grounded to a halt once one of us got smartphones by 2008 and just fact-checked on the spot using Google. I will say this doesn't really work with pathological liars though. They'll just say, well I did it, or the website's wrong. Actual buttons. Rest in peace, Blackberry. The need to just pick a random restaurant in an unfamiliar area and hope it doesn't suck. Also being restricted to only listening to what music is on the radio or on a CD in your car. For real. The younger generation will never know the hype of hearing your favorite song playing on the radio when you knew you couldn't just listen to it at any moment. Bonus thing the younger generation will never have to deal with is having to watch reruns of an anime hoping that you get the next episode. I can't tell you how many times that I saw Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z get his arm broken by Android 18 to only find out that the whole show resets back to episode 1. But man, that moment we finally got the next episode was so hype.
Reading magazines while pooping. But if you've ever seen those videos about what happens when you flush a toilet, those magazines must be disgusting. At least you can clean the surface of your phone pretty easily. Photo development departments in stores. As someone who used to work in a photo place from time to time, this is probably for the best. You don't know how often people would go into a photo center trying to print copyrighted material, and we would have to turn them away and they usually got mad. Also, there was plenty of people that wanted to get their spicy photos printed at the store too. It was wild. Teens mental health. Uh, I'd like to counter with everyone's mental health. Simply enjoying a moment. I went to a show last night and so many people were watching the show through their phone screens while recording it. In between sets, so many people would pull out their phones and watch TikToks and whatnot. Some even did this while the band was performing. I left my phone in my bag for the entirety of this show. I may not have captured memories, but I felt I was more involved with what was happening than those who couldn't set their phone aside for five minutes. It's the truth and I'm happy I realized a good decade plus ago. I don't know why, but I love watching people take videos of fireworks. Just enjoy the fireworks. You're not gonna rewatch the video. Honestly, even at sporting events, I see people on their phones mid-game. Sometimes just videotaping plays or literally just scrolling through social media. I get unnecessarily annoyed by people recording fireworks. Fireworks are this full sensory experience of sound, size, and sight. It's a feeling in your body even. A phone video won't capture 95% of that experience. There has to be something more than just pointless recording. And fireworks have to be the top one for me. Unless, of course, it's a fireworks show gone wrong and they all explode at once. Now that's awesome. I will say, phones have helped us expose just how dumb people really are. I feel like every year there is a video of someone blowing off their hands with firecrackers. They explode, people. Don't hold them in your hands. The phrase, you won't have a calculator in your pocket in the real world. Accidentally getting lost and finding something cool that you normally wouldn't have been able to experience. The expectation that you will be unreachable. The privilege of not picking up the phone and the person who called would assume that you weren't there. Ah, uh, nothing like when someone answered the phone and you just had to wave to that person to tell them you weren't home. Those were the days. Just enjoying the moment. Anytime me and my girlfriend are doing something nice together, she always wants to grab a picture or make a post on Instagram. If I kick up a fuss, she'll tell me that she's capturing the moment. But now the moment is tainted with distraction. I have physically wrestled my sister's phone away from her at family gatherings because she was incapable of not doing this and using it to text updates slash pictures to friends and family about what we were doing at that moment. And if you think that sounds like normal teenage behavior, you should probably know that my sister just turned 50 this year. This is a double-edged sword in my opinion because I have two aunts that do the same thing. They love taking photos. Not necessarily for social media, but just in general. It can be annoying, but it's also nice that someone is taking photos while everyone else can enjoy the party. Plus, those photos can easily be shared through digital albums. People talking to each other while eating. And my father always had his attention on the newspaper during breakfast. And before smartphones, I spent so long reading books while eating that I still in a habit of eating one-handed as though I'm holding a book. Bro, ain't that the truth. Nowadays, people look at YouTube before eating rather than talking to people or watching whatever's on TV at the moment. Every little thing we do is in our control, and it's hard to control. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. My sister-in-law's husband is notorious at this. He will spend all dinner with his face in his phone watching stuff, most of the time without headphones on and often at a restaurant so she'll order his drinks and meals like he's a five-year-old. Or if we try to even ask him a question, he'll just ignore it. We'll have a conversation with her, then he'll interrupt whatever it is we're talking about, important or not, just to show her what's on his phone. And if she doesn't immediately answer, he'll say, did you hear what I said? Or he'll just be a supremely butthead and say, you always ignore me. Now a lot of this is because he gets away with it and my sister-in-law enables it. And then there's the part where he's just a huge jerk. I got two things I want to say on these comments. One, if you say the phrase my sister-in-law's husband, doesn't that make them your brother? Why not just say my brother? And two, what I think the original comment might have meant was people actually having conversations at dinner, for example, on a date. Things have gotten so bad that people play a game at restaurants where the first person to touch their phone has to pay for the bill. I would say if games like that are having to be created, phones are a problem. Patience. You used to have to look up a phone number, call someone, leave a message, and wait for them to call you back. Everything now is instant. People have completely lost all patience with each other, along with human decency. Knocking on doors when you get to someone's house. Uh, in America, that'll get you shot now, apparently. Horizontal videos. I hate vertical videos with a damn passion. My biggest screens are horizontal, people. You are denying clarity for those watching anywhere else outside of their phone. Also, I hate watching videos on my phone. Okay, I don't really have a dog in this fight, but I will say, the one thing that does annoy me about vertical videos is that they don't look nice when displayed. 
If you don't know what I mean, go check your YouTube sub box at some point, and if you're subscribed to someone who does shorts, the thumbnails for those videos are all lame. YouTube is starting to notice this by adding tabs to separate the content, but it needs to happen a lot faster. Humanity, manners, and the ability to listen to someone who disagrees with you. The coming age of boys that will never know the joy of finding a random spicy magazine. Newspapers. Been in the industry for a while, and it's unfortunately dying slowly. Daily circulation numbers are pathetic. Most store copies are returned and dozens of jobs lost just this year. It's a real shame. People's brains, sanity, drive, and a few other things. In return, we got 24-7 hour tracking. Not a good deal if I say so myself. My ability to drive without getting road rage. Every mother freaker that cuts me off and slows down or nearly swerves into me from the other lane, they're on their freaking phones. People who read books. Not necessarily all of them, but I rarely ever see them around anymore, and it's kind of sad. Imagination. Now, I could see how phones do hurt imagination, but I've always had this theory that some people have imagination and others don't. I've always been curious how many substance users have imagination before using substances. I feel like that may be their first experience with imagination because they're usually going on some kind of trip. Conversations. Sure, everyone texts more than ever, but people don't seem to talk face to face. I see so many people standing next to each other looking at their phones, probably texting each other. The smartphone replaced the cigarette. We used to all sit around and smoke and talk to each other. I miss sitting for hours smoking and talking. That era is gone. Glad cigs are basically gone though. Lung disease is terrible, but we all lost combos along the way. I'm pretty sure that type of conversation still exists. People have just replaced cigarettes with other things. Decent games to a degree. The casual gaming genre picked up and moved to mobile. Then it began to suck. Think back to the glory days of playing Plants vs. Zombies or Fish Tycoon on the computer. When it picked up and moved to mobile, it didn't immediately suck. Some casual games were mostly the same, just cheaper and touchscreen. Also, some new concepts utilized gyro and touchscreen controls in some cool ways. Doodle Jump, Fruit Ninja, stuff like that. But when data slash Wi-Fi connections became more accessible, Facebook browsing games came to mobile. Think Farmville, Dragon City, Candy Crush. The free-to-play model took over and now you're hard-pressed to find a decent offline game for mobile anymore. The classics are hardly even available since they began to lack support for the newest Android slash iOS update and were steadily removed from the App Store. Try and find Plant Tycoon, the original Angry Birds, or anything awesome you remember from the Advent Casual mobile games. It's most certainly gone. It's probably been terribly recreated and made into a free-to-play model now. All I have to say in this argument is Konami, the company that created one of the greatest video game series ever in Metal Gear Solid, said that they were going to focus on mobile games aggressively. When free games like Fortnite are bringing in millions, why bother with great story games, right? It's sad, but true. Ability to speak in younger generations. I have two nephews, 18 and 15 years old. They can't fathom the idea of picking up the phone to call someone, to maybe order food, make a reservation, or even worse, calling your crush's house and not knowing who's going to pick up the phone. The genuine sense of panic they have just thinking about the world with no texting is just as alien to them as the sense of panic for calling is alien to me. To be fair here, I will say I've never been a fan of having to call to make an appointment or something like that. 
It's not the idea of talking to another person. It's when they ask you a question you don't have an answer to. Like if it has to deal with insurance or some type of bank number that you don't know. I just don't like the awkwardness that comes with it. And they're like, well, we kind of need that. And I'm like, I don't know how to get that, man. That's what I don't like about phone calls. People at the library. Not only has book reading diminished, but people used to go to the library to get online. Now that phones do that, libraries just seem almost deserted. Men having the balls to approach a woman they're interested in. Uh, that has nothing to do with smartphones, my guy. The plots of a lot of 90s sitcoms. There is a Sex in the City episode that comes to mind where the plot of the episode revolves around two characters waiting at separate entrances of a building, each thinking the other stood them up. The plot doesn't hold up at all in modern times because someone would have called or texted and they would have found each other in minutes. When two impatient people try to meet, they still end up not finding each other no matter how good technology gets. Character 1 texting, where are you? Character 2, where are you? I'm at the entrance. Character 1, no, I'm at the entrance. Nice gaslighting attempt though, blocks character 1. Character 2, tell me where you are right now. Hey, talk to me. Pick up the phone, please. Fine. Man, just thinking about it, if that sequence was in TV, that would be horrible. I think I'd rather go with the approach of the 90s sitcom. One thing I haven't seen on this list, but I think is definitely aided by the rise of smartphones, is customer service. Maybe it's because texting seems to be the younger generation's preferred form of communication, but I swear, customer service has never been as bad as I've seen it today. Also, I worked retail for over five years, so I know how much it can suck and how you just want to quit at all times. But I still tried to provide people with helpful service, especially if someone was cool or nice. But nowadays, people just stare at you like they're dead inside and want you to leave as fast as possible so they could check their phone again. It just kind of sucks. That's it for this video. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. Link at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. It's linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.